Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. This morning at the Shulamite office, church kind of happened, and uh, Jennifer was sharing some really rich things, and I was sharing some things with her that the Lord was showing me. So I just want to call Joan and Jennifer and John in, and let's just have this church meeting on, on the air. And, um, it's not orchestrated, but we do have a, a topic. And uh, Joan's going to read a scripture. Mom got the scripture, <laughs> Joan did, but uh, she doesn't have her reading glasses with her. So she's asking me <laughs> to read the scripture. So this is me. Uh, it's Acts 2, 43, and then 46 and 47. And we're going to do it in the Passion. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. Daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together with joyful hearts and tender humility. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people, and the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. Coming to life. Wow, that's... That makes me not want to speak. (laughs) I think I've said on everything that we do that this year I want to learn warfare in a whole fresh new way. And so that's when I'm asking the Lord excitedly about that. And so I think the first thing that he's given me to to think about and to see and to ponder and to realize is that we need to know who we are because that determines our warfare overcoming. And I remember being some years ago in in a group of women in Atlanta and they were really big on who am I in Christ, but they got scriptures about that and that's that's wonderful that's fine but I'm not talking about that I'm talking about the fact that life is in the voice of the Lord we should, we cannot live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God we need to hear him about who we are and it's individual it's highly individual and when you have the, the knowledge of who you are with him at this point or what your office is in in the church, then you're actually fortressed because the enemy comes to negate you individually. The enemy comes to hate you personally. Well, when you were saying this to me, I was driving and I was coming in and and you were telling me this and I had a visual of it that you know, if God gives me the faith and says you're a you're a gladiator, then I have the the faith to live as a gladiator. But if I believe personally that I'm seamstress, then then you know I'm not going to live my gladiator life. So the the fact that him having to relationally tell me 
hey, you, you're a gladiator. You, that's who you are in the spirit. Oh, okay, well, then, then I have the power and the, uh, the faith to believe that and to live that out. I wouldn't have it if if I if I lived in my self concept, and that's what you were telling me, is that you want to know um, beyond your concept of yourself. You want to know what his concept of you is. That's exactly it, John. Wow. If you had a teacher in a classroom, you'd want to know when you had done well. You'd want to know when you didn't get a good grade and why. And we are in a classroom. We are an eternal classroom. And we want to hear from the Lord by his individual voice. There have been so many times that the Lord would give me something, and I might see it and receive it for a while and then lose it and not believe it. Uh, I think we are, m most of us are prone to be like, what I wrote on the back of the little booklet, the joy unequal to being nothing. And on the back I say, we're terrified of being nothing. And yet, to be nothing with Christ is to have everything. It's a paradox. The second booklet, I'll, I'll flesh that out. Some of us give ourselves a title way beyond what we are in, in the delusional but I'm not talking about that kind of person that, that claims what they haven't heard. I'm talking about us ordinary sheep, us common everyday sheep. And we're well aware we're common everyday sheep. We're well aware that we are as stupid as sheep and as gullible and frightened. So John's illustration shows exactly what I'm, what I'm going to try to express, is that God wants to tell you in one way or another, who you are and who you've become in Christ. And really and truly, this is a function of the body life. Uh, I can see things in all three of you people here that are just fantastic, and I believe are from insights from the Lord. I believe we're supposed to tell each other who we are, and you tell me who I am, and you tell me uh, how, I'm, how I'm functioning even, and how I respond and it's a tremendous help we we sheep are in this together we're a flock we're we're a tribe we're a group we're a church and we can help each other enormously to be in touch with our identity and it is it is a matter when you are intact like that i love the word intact where you know who you are you know who you're not called to be and you are in his will ultimately, specifically, beautifully, in his will to be what he says you are. Well, I, I knew from the day that Jennifer came to be with us that she had a very special heart. I'm sure the, your family knew it. But in the spirit, I could see her heart was capable of a huge love. And so I said that to her. And sometimes I think that works as a prophecy to call it forth. If it's from the Lord and for you specifically, and so we've seen that in her life vividly. I'm seeing the, the it's very much like John the Baptist. He knew exactly who he was. He had it from heaven, who he was. He knew that he was a voice in the wilderness calling out 
make straight the paths. He knew exactly to to the to the letter of his of his life what he was to eat, where he was to you know not cutting his hair, everything. He knew all of it, and um, he got that from the Lord. The Lord gave that to him, and then he had the faith to do it. He had the faith to be able to stand in the face of the Pharisees on the banks, uh, screaming at him and telling him that he's worthless and, you know, whatever, heretic or whatever they were saying to him. Um, so, you know, it, that's that's why it's so key and so important that we hear exactly what God thinks and what what his mind is about me and about you and about you and you. In the movie, which is the literal Bible uh, about the book of John, the the Pharisees come and say, who are you? Are you the Christ? I am not the Christ. Are you a prophet? I'm a voice calling in the wilderness. That's it. That's all he would tell. But he had a prophecy spoken over him by his priest father. Mm -hmm. And I've been in that prophecy. Usually I read that at Christmas. And... It says so many things about what this child would be and do. And that's why, and, and he became it, because I'm sure he knew that prophecy. It was very specific. You, will, you are coming to prepare the way, and you're going to see that we don't fear our enemies. That's one of the things that's in the prophecy. And, and John the Baptist, though he was beheaded, he probably didn't fear his enemies. Because it was prophesied over him. It was to be the voice of God planted in his being to create exactly what it says. So it's very critical that we be interested in our identity in Christ because it's, it's not, it's corporate. Yes, we're all the child of God. We're all adopted into the family of God. But that's not enough. That's not all he wants for us. He wants for us to know what we have so we can function in it and fully be filled with the Spirit. And I think it is a principle of, of uh, being safe from warfare. If the enemy comes and says, you're not that, you can say, I'm, I'm not that. <laughs> right. And if the enemy comes and claims that you, the attack of the enemy is always personal. Is it not? So the victory begins with a personal confidence in who you are, in his economy, in his life. And it, it takes time and experience and time listening and, and wanting to know. And I believe he will come to you and tell you who you are and how you function. We, we know each other better than we know ourselves. Seems to me that's true. When one gets discouraged, I will say, oh, no, no, that's not, that's not real. So... That discovery, because the problem is, the reason this is so important, is because if you are a child, grown up, with a, a heritage of some kind of negative parenting, or even abuse, you're going to live less mm -hmm. than what you are. Mm -hmm. You're going to live by another's concept of you. And one of the purposes of this little booklet that I am nothing, is to bring us to the acceptance of that, but I'm going to go, God willing, beyond that, to show that you are something, but not, you're something in Christ. Mm -hmm. You're something He's making and creating. You're a new creation. You're someone you've never known. 
You are what you never were, and you don't know yet what you are in the new creation. The new creation is a created being. It is not an inheritance or a transformation. It's not taking the old man and fixing him up. It's not that at all. If you look into the languages, the Greek and Aramaic, it is a new creation made out of nothing prior. So you're something that has never been on this earth. You're someone that he has specifically created anew with a new heart and a new mind and a new being, a new personality, a new identity. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.